You're listening to the AISTS Master of Sports Administration podcast, created by Dr. Boris Gojanovich as part of the program Sports Medicine Module. In this series, we attempt to discover, understand, and debate the important issues in the world of sports medicine. Like that. Perfect. Now I'm going to post it on Instagram. Amazing workout today. Already feeling the pain. Hashtag gym motivation. Hashtag gym shark. Hashtag bitch body. Oh, yeah. And the most important hashtag no pain no gain right good morning and welcome to the breaking cliches in eight minutes i'm kirian mello and i'm stephanie krishak and today we're gonna show you how at least eight million nine hundred thousand people are slightly wrong about some workout concepts I'm saying that because this is the number of people who use the hashtag no pain, no gain on Instagram. Of course, some people use that to sound cool, but it's very true that many people believe that if their muscles are not sore a couple of days after working out, they believe their exercise was not effective or their muscles are not growing. Yeah, that is certainly not true, and today we'll explain to our listeners why. To get us started, can you tell us why we only feel pain two or three days after working out, Kirian? So here, Stephanie, we're talking about a very specific kind of pain, which is called delayed onset muscle soreness, which we're going to refer as of now as DOMS. We feel DOMS when we perform an exercise that we're not used to or with an intensity and load that we're not used to. Then, from 12 to 24 hours after, that muscle that you have worked out starts feeling sore. But then, when you think that a bad day was over, it comes the worst. The peak of the pain happens from 24 to 72 hours after the exercise. And to answer your question on why we feel this, I'll bust the first myth. No, DOMS are not caused by the lactic acid. Many people believe that, but the truth is that, okay, your body does produce lactic acid when you perform specially anaerobic training. But studies have shown that one hour after the exercise, the lactic acid levels go back to normal. So yeah, definitely not two or three days. There are many theories that try to explain why DOMS happen, but the most accepted is that when we work out, especially when we perform eccentric exercises, we are damaging some muscle tissues and our body has to recover from it, right? So therefore, we go through an inflammatory process and our body releases different substances. But this process takes days, hence why DOMS take hours to hit you. Very interesting, isn't it, Stephanie? It really is, Karen, and thank you so much for busting that myth. I'm sure many of us can relate to that feeling. You've had a really hard workout, whether it was learning a new skill or stepping up your game. You felt great until you woke up the next day, unable to move. The stairs become your arch nemesis and you're seriously considering calling in sick for work. Despite this, the pain feels like a badge of honor and proof that you pushed yourself hard. However, 
Now that we know why we feel sore, the question remains, do you need to feel pain to gain? As we discussed at the beginning of this podcast, one of the most commonly held beliefs is that it's not a good workout unless you're sore the next day. But is it really true? In a study conducted by the International Journal of Sport and Health Sciences, soreness itself, using a scale from 0 to 10 to assess the level of soreness, is poorly correlated to muscle adaption and growth. Why? There's just too much individual variability in subjectivity of pain tolerance and recovery. This can be the result of genetics, psychology, or most importantly, the level, frequency, and type of exercise. If I was just returning to the gym after a five-month hiatus, I'm most likely going to feel more sore than someone doing the same exercise but training five times a week. So using pain as an indicator of development is simply counterproductive. It can lead to injury, reduce motivation levels, and even reduce our force-producing capacity. So then, what is the measure of a good workout? As Kirian mentioned, some muscle trauma and discomfort is needed to stimulate protein production and muscle growth. Over time, our muscles adapt and grow to the demands. But you don't need to be in severe or debilitating pain to improve. Listen to your own body and plan accordingly. If you start feeling acute, sharp pain, reduce or refrain from exercise. It may be the result of too intensive a workout, poor form, or injury. If the level of soreness does not decrease after 72 hours, your limbs experience heavy swelling, and your urine becomes dark, the American College of Sports Medicine advises you to seek medical consultation. This could be an indicator of internal damages and should be addressed right away. Yeah, guys, it's important to listen to your bodies. And now we move on to the third and last myth. Stretching is a good way to reduce the sensation of DOMS. Well, unfortunately, dear friends, this is not true. There is no scientific evidence that can prove that. On the contrary, one study has shown that only 2% of the people that did stretch before or after the workout had a positive result. So, what can effectively help? Although there is not enough scientific evidence, many athletes say that massage and ice baths usually bring them some relief. So, if you already felt bumps, I'm sure you agree that it's worth giving it a try. And let's not forget, DOMS are a recovery process, so having proper eating and sleeping habits are essential. So, what are the key takeaways from this podcast? Having pain doesn't necessarily mean gain. While some muscle trauma is needed, you should always listen to your own body as you progress. Remember, your health is the most important thing. Thanks, Stephanie, and thanks for being with us. See you in the next Breaking Clichés in 8 Minutes. Thanks for listening. If you've got questions or comments, share them directly on this track on the AISTS MSA SoundCloud page or visit us at www.aists.org.